Welcome to a brand new episode of Sadie Has No Friends, except for Sean. Sean, how the heck are you? Hey, Sadie, back off the mic a little bit. You're you're screaming today. <laughs> I understand that you're excited. We're on to episode number three, and things are going well so far. You thought I would quit by episode three, and I know that you're excited that I'm still here, but you're loud. I know. I know. Sorry. And I have to just say, if you listen to the first episode, the audio was so bad bad. And so I apologize for that. And uh, my sister also texted me and she said, do not edit anything out anymore. So we now, it has to be just clean ac across the slate. We can't say anything. You. you shouldn't, you shouldn't be editing anything out anyway. You're editing the good stuff. Well, but I'm no editing the stuff that, that I can get in trouble for. Who's going to get, who's, who's, you <laughs> don't, don't have know. a job, Sadie. Who's going to get <laughs> mad at you? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, tell me about this. You had a party and I had it was it was it a kid's party or an adult party? No. So, yeah, this last weekend there there was an adult party. And at m this point in my life, I got to be yeah. honest, like I'm I'm kind of antisocial. I call myself when people ask me, like you talk in front of people all the time. You have a microphone in front of you all the time. You must be a super extrovert. And And really, the true story is I'm like I say I'm an introverted extrovert. Like yeah. as long as there's a microphone and I'm kind of the center of attention, I'm fine. I'll talk all day. No way. Good. See, I'm complete opposite. I hate I know doing you do. any of those things. Oh, Sean knows it because the years we worked together, I I was like, I I, I don't want to take the microphone. That's why I handed it to you. You did That's great. True. But the opposite for me, because when I'm in a social setting, seriously, it, it's the worst thing ever. I hate it. I just I, I can't do it. Like, especially around people I don't know if I'm comfortable, if I know you, even if we're like an acquaintance, I'm OK. I get I get in my comfort zone and I can talk. But if I'm in a big room full of people I don't know, I'm finding a corner as fast as I can and usually trying to find like a TV screen with a sporting event on and acting like I bet on the game, even though I didn't. So I have and every time do. Shannon looks across the party at you and she gives you like sexy eyes and you give her eyes of like, how much longer <laughs> are here. we staying at this party? So tell That's me about true. the party that you went to. So we went to this party and it's a friend that we made. Uh, we lived in Colorado Springs for five years. And so we we didn't make a ton of friends because five of, out of those five years, three of those years, the world was shut down. And so um, we did. Had to we be did in make, what's that? You had to be in your bubble. Y yeah, exactly. And so you just didn't go around people. So you didn't make a lot of friends in a new city. And so anyway, we go to this party with the, this people. The people that invited us were friends, but they had a whole bunch of other friends that we didn't know. So I was instantly. Oh, myself. That's the worst. <laughs> did you party have another? Was, wait, sorry to break in. Did you have another cup? Sorry. Did yeah, you have another couple friend that you could kind of hang with while all the people you yes. don't know? Okay, good. Then you're Luckily. good. Yeah. But the the dude of the couple is notorious for he he's not an alcoholic because he probably listens to this, <laughs> buddy. You don't need help yet. But he does like to have a good time at these parties. <laughs> and so he's the first one that's hammered every single time. And so by the time we get there, because I'm notoriously late, dude's already hammered and he doesn't even remember me. And so really? I couldn't wow. How well, old okay, is it he? Wasn't that, it wasn't that bad. He's, I don't know. See, like now 40. you're backtracking about your alcoholic friend. <laughs> don't make excuses bad. for him. <laughs> He'll that, never the, get better. <laughs> the idea of the party was it's a, it was color themed. So each couple had to draw a color. And, what? Oh, yeah. And so you had to dress in the color and said color. And you also had to bring 
a food item or two in said color. And she had like 12 couples there. And so you quickly run out I of think colors. you accidentally went to a swinging party. <laughs> That, well, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't get to that part so because you're was, saying all the things that I've heard, like weird themes to parties with other couples, and you had to dress in a color, and you. I yeah, mean, I were, think there was going to be sex twister later. <laughs> there might have been. We weren't there for that part. And the, the the idea of the party, though, the game was like the newlywed game. What? And so I'll get to that in a minute. But we drew the color purple. Which is an unfair advantage because if you draw <laughs> red, there's a million red foods and you have a million red shirts in your closet. Yeah. I don't own anything purple. And so in my head this whole time, I knew for a week that I had to go to this. I'm like, I have a Rocky shirt in there for sure somewhere, but I didn't go look. So I get out of the shower. <laughs> we have to be there. Dude. Actually, I think we already had to be there when I got out of the shower. And so I'm digging through my closet frantically trying to find a purple shirt. And all I have is one Rocky's jacket that is black. It's black. And it has the Rockies logo on it, which of course has a tiny bit <laughs> of purple in it. Did you used to have it. a shirt and then you just no, lost it? No, you imagined I, I have a lot of shirts. And so I just didn't know if there was a purple one in there. So and what did so you do? I, I walked downstairs and Shannon's like, we're supposed to wear purple. <laughs> There's some right here. You just got to look closer. And so it got off to a bad start. On the tiny logo. There's a purple right there. And by, by the way, let's back up too. I'll let you guess. What what food do you take that's purple? Okay. okay, let me think. And it has to be a food? Yes, it's for people to eat. I'm Well, considering it was a swinging party, you should have brought <laughs> eggplant. <laughs> Somebody better have been real happy. They're like, yes, you knew the assignment. <laughs> No eggplant. No eggplant was involved. I'll give you okay, the easy one. So what did answer. you end with? Well, yeah. So the, the easy one, and almost everyone did this, and I knew it would happen, was jello shots. You go get. Okay. I was going to, because I originally thought Kool Aid with like vodka. Like you oh, could that, that would have been a good idea. Right. Like yeah. No, but drink. we did. We did uh, purple jello shots. And then Shannon made like lemon blueberry cuppies, cu cupcakes. Oh my and God. And even though like it's blueberry, scratch? like blueberries are purple, right? We can agree on that. No, that's they're blue. No, they're they're purple. So anyway, we got away with that. Oh my god! And so we showed up. the The food was all fine, but instantly when I walk in the door, people that I don't know were like, "Oh my god, you were supposed to be purple!" And so the dude that was hosting the party luckily had a big ass purple shirt in his closet, and so he goes and gets it, and I wore his fucking shirt all night. <laughs> oh, Sean. <laughs> Drop the f bomb before I did. <laughs> yeah, I and I think if there's, if your grandpa came back from yesterday's episode, <laughs> I think that he would have left. Yeah. You got to get that part out. <laughs> oh shoot! Or bleep it. I'll bleep it. Okay, Actually, I don't know how. To, I don't know how to bleep it. <laughs> I'll do it. Send it. You over know what? Me. I'll figure it out. Don't you worry. Um. Well, the so I. Okay, yeah. so go ahead. Go ahead. That was that was that was the the synopsis of the party. And so all one half of the couples went into the garage where the other half stayed inside and they were asked questions about your relationship. The first what? question by the way, the first question was Shannon was in the garage so she got asked, "What was your spouse's first car?" And I felt like we had an advantage because we were high school sweethearts. She rode around in my first car. She knows what my first car was for sure. She lost she her virginity in that car. She, she missed it. <laughs> 
<laughs> she doesn't remember the car. Nothing exciting ever happened in that car. Oh, there was a there was exciting stuff. <laughs> Clearly, but maybe she she had other boyfriends, so maybe the other boyfriend had a Ford Escort because I didn't. Is and that what, what she, she said? Down. That's what she wrote down. Yeah, <laughs> but that's fair. The, that's a go-to answer for girls that don't know anything about cars. Ford True. Escort. And to be to be fair, my first car was a Ford Contour, and Contours weren't very popular. It was what I could afford, and who remembers Contour? So in her yeah. mind, she was thinking Escort. <laughs> Let's tell yourself that. <laughs> <laughs> then I went back to the yearbook, and sure enough, that other dude drove a Ford Escort. <laughs> okay, so how many couples ended up getting into like a huge fight? Because this game, you think, would incite violence. It's were there funny. any like an alcohol involved? Were there any like fights that broke out? I don't think that they were fights. There was a couple of times where the the spouse was definitely like eye rolling and like really like you, yeah. But it was all idiot. in fun. Nobody like it was all in fun. Yeah, there there was a couple of so most of the couples there. I think there was probably twelve. I didn't count for sure, but twelve ish. Two of the couples were were lesbian couples. Okay. And what I learned though was the lesbian couples did the worst. They knew they the, they, yeah, they knew the least about each other, which I was surprised by. Yeah, I was surprised. I'm surprised by that, too. So how long have they been together, though? Because like long. you and Shannon have been. Really? Yeah. You know what? I have a terrible memory. And so if I'm trying to think when you said the first car, I'm thinking, what was Ryan's first car? I, I honestly don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I would have lost it this game horribly. Yeah, but um, you didn't have the advantage that I had because you didn't ride around in Ryan's first car. Like Shannon legitimately rode around in this car. Yeah, but that was like a really long time ago. That's and again, ago. again, I'm going to say she's a girl. And girls, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about vehicles. so I think I'm beating her up around. about one stupid answer. But... So what was another one that she missed where you were like, what? Um... We did pretty good. We didn't win, but there's nothing else that, that that was the very first question of the night. And so it just rings a bell. The rest of them, I, there was nothing that I was like, was that exciting? You, you're crazy. Yeah. See, your story is so much cooler. I went to a party. It's a kid's one. And it's uh, it's at a place called Urban Air where you can jump on trampolines and the long and short of the story is I, I bought myself a slushy. I love slushies. So if there's one at an available place where I'm in, I'm going to buy it. So I buy this slushie and I'm drinking it and I'm really enjoying it. And I get up to go to the bathroom and I come back and I sit down and I drink my little bit of my slushie. And I what a treat. It's a cherry slushie. And I look over and there's a kid drinking out of my slushie, just walking by because I'm sitting at the end of a table. So my cup was kind of at the end. This kid, I don't know how many times he walked by and sucked on my drink. Oh, how many so, times does he have to do it before you stop him and say, that's mine, dude? Get I the don't hell know. Away. I went to the bathroom. So I looked at Ryan and I'm like, how long has this been happening? <laughs> and then the kid goes, I'm like, hey, you know, why are you drinking out of my drink? <laughs> and the kid's like, uh, and I, and then I, you know, I'm psycho. So I'm like, are you feeling okay? Have you been sick? Has your family been right. sick? And he goes, my brother threw up. And I'm like, when? And he's like, today. And I thought, oh my God, this kid's slurping out of my drink. I don't even know. It was. Did you give just... it to him? You certainly didn't take it back and start drinking it again. <laughs> no, actually, actually. <laughs> 
one time after I found out, I totally spaced that it happened and I took a drink and then I realized it. And I'm like, well, here we go. Stomach flu. I just know it. And uh, so I'm waiting on that to happen. Well, you're three days past it. Four yeah, that's maybe, true. If it happened this last weekend. Oh, man. So you're this probably is... safe. I mean, this that's is... not going to fester in you that long. <laughs> the kids drink saliva. No, the, the, yeah, the germs and stuff. But I mean, that's... like, whose kid goes up to a stranger? Probably Lots. mine. I'm yeah. sure my kid would, Murphy would totally go up to a stranger. Yeah, Boone would that. do it in a heartbeat. He, as a <laughs> As a matter of fact, we, we'll get into this another episode, but like my past life was all about bowling, right? So we still spend a, a significant amount of time in a bowling alley. And yeah. in a bowling alley, especially like when there's a tournament or something going on, it's packed. There's a lot of people and there's a lot of people that are kind of moving around and going to different places and talking to people. So there's drinks all over the place, random drinks. Is Boone drinking the oh, alcoholic Boone just, drink? Boone just goes around and he grabs any Coke cup he can find. Luckily, he's never grabbed a beer glass because usually they put them in a glass and he can tell that it's beer he doesn't want beer it doesn't taste good to a kid but it doesn't matter whose coke it is he'll drink it right now <laughs> well that was this kid and i was like yeah. the ball's on you he's like five you five, know i'm always afraid it. of in a situation like that and it doesn't matter either side of the fence but i'm always afraid you know me i'm afraid of confrontation and so i'm afraid that John if i yell at the kid afraid. yeah if i yell at the kid i'm like hey dude get away that's my freaking well here's plushie. the deal. mom's I gonna come try to fight me no, I would never yell at the kid. I would never do that because having children of my own, I totally get it. Your kid's screaming on an airplane, totally been there. It's fine. You know, your kid walks up and drinks out of my cup and I don't even know him. Uh, that's okay. You know, kids are just, they're loose cannons, frankly. That's they true. Do but on the other want. end, like if Murphy went up and drank somebody else's drink, I'm always afraid like, Somebody just spent $12 on that slushy and they're going to be pissed and dad's going to want to fight me and I'm not a fighter. And so I'm going to get my ass kicked. So Boone, look at what you just did. Was that drink worth it? Was it that good, dude? Daddy's legs are broke. <laughs> Daddy can't walk anymore, Boone. He wouldn't even know what you're talking about. But uh, no, you're so weird. Yeah, if you're yelling at a kid. I would never yell at a kid. I wouldn't either. I always I don't even yell at my like, own kids. Like uh, I always think of stuff like that's a sign from the universe that I probably should not be drinking that. Uh, the other day I had some ugh, fast food and I like got it already on my plate and I go upstairs and I'm going to eat it and I drop it all of it on the floor and there was nothing to be saved. There was nothing. It was fast food. Well, yeah, but it was, it was, you know, in the morning, Chick-fil-A will do those bowls where it's like eggs. Oh, that makes sense. So I'm thinking a cheeseburger. Like how you, you drop a cheeseburger, <laughs> it's wrapped up. Still, you're good. Pick it up and eat it. Oh, and so I, but I had this bowl and ooh, 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 I looked like a dumbass clown slipping on a banana and it hits the ground. I thought, oh. And so you just take it as a sign to the universe and you write in the trash. So goes. that's a sign where I put it in the trash and I'm like, well, I'm a you know. firm believer in the five second rule, 10 seconds, sometimes 30 second rule. Not and when it I comes will to eat stuff off the floor. What? Okay. If, you're, if I drop an M&M, I will eat it for sure. I don't after care you if brush it's it off. in there. Yeah. I, after you brush it off, my carpet at my house, 
it's horrible because I keep telling the constable, which this is definitely not going to happen now, but I keep saying we've got to get the carpet ripped out. And his defense is, well, we have children in the house and we have a dog and we have. So if something is dropping on my carpet right now, I would not eat it at all. M&M, anything. I oh, would see. I, which that, they, I guess makes You can't even a, brush off eggs, but I would, if I drop my <laughs> eggs on the ground, I'd pick them up and eat them. I don't care. What if there was a big pueve? <laughs> Uh, eat it anyway that's how you're that's how you get an ironclad stomach that's how the immune system gets built up so when little twerps drink out of your slushy at the jump house you can still drink it i know that's so true my sister tells me that so do my parents they're like oh my gosh you you worry so much i worry about everything if if there's something that's like expired a day over the expiration i'm like dump that milk out and it just my family is like what are you doing Milk but I, is, I, I, I'm weird about that. Milk is one of those things where I don't chance it. You know, the other thing that I've noticed that can get a really like nasty flavor after a while, like mm. if even not, it doesn't even get to ex- expiration date. And sometimes it just doesn't taste fresh and right. And I've been really picking it out of Shannon's recipes lately. Hamburger. Ooh. Like if hamburger is not fresh, you can taste it. It's you bad. can definitely taste it. Yeah, yeah you can and taste so, it. Only fresh hamburger for me. But speaking of like drinking out of people's glasses and my wife, she here recently she's been on this kick where she won't let me or the kids or anyone like even take a sip out of her drink. No, like if it's just why a would normal you do cup, that? No, just a Ugh. sip. Like it, it's a convenient water that's sitting right here. We're all married. At one point in our life, we don't do it anymore. But she used to let me stick my tongue in her mouth, and you now I can't take a sip of your water. No, I get, but I totally get it. And especially with younger kids, like I will watch Murphy eat her boogers to the moon, and then she wants to drink out of my cup, and I'm like, no, because I, I, you're eating the boogers. Yeah, but the boogers and- are gone. No, maybe this is my drink is what she used to wash it down with. I don't know, but there will be remnants and I am just not comfortable with that. I don't know. I'm weird about that too. And when they're young, it's easy because they'd say, what's in your cup? And you could say medicine, which I always did. And they, so for a long time, they thought medicine came in like a Coke bottle. You know, <laughs> we do the same thing with Boone. Shannon will tell Boone that it's a mommy drink, and Boone is so afraid of going to jail for some reason. All I have to do is threaten him that he's going to go to jail and he won't do it. And so he thinks that if he drinks a mommy drink, the cops will instantly know some alarm will go off and they're going to come get him. So <laughs> that is a terrible thing to do. So I have two sisters one is a male lady and one is a cop, and she's like, That male is lady, the worst. like a transvestite, or like delivers mail. No, no, no. Like delivers the mail. Um, I don't know about the other part, but Heidi is a police officer. What she always says, don't tell kids that because then they're afraid to come to the police when there is a problem because they're scared. So yes, you fucked your kid. That's true. I actually told a story like this on the air one time and I had like seven people come out of the woodwork like that. You want to talk about people that are pissed. Yeah. you, we and just got our Billy first hate clubs. mail. I guarantee it. Here, let me give you my address so you can send me the hate mail and Sadie doesn't get it. I already know it's coming. Threatening no. my kid to go to jail. Actually, one time, it wasn't that long ago. I don't know why he was doing it, but in the store, he was taking price tags. I was trying to find <laughs> eggs that weren't cracked or something. And so he's standing there and kids 
five-year-olds aren't going to stand still. And so he's taking the price tag off of multiple items and taking them off, ripping them off. And then (laughs) put it. And I was like, dude, we got to go now. The cops are going to come. And he's bawling hysterically and it's a meltdown and it was awful. And people thought I beat him. And all I did was say the cops were going to come. And that's the story I told on the air. And I already had 20 people tell me I was a bad dad. So you don't have to as well. I already know. Do you feel bad about it? Would you do it again? Yes, I did it last night. (laughs) I told him I was drinking a daddy drink and it was just water. And when he goes near it, just go. (laughs) The funny part is, though, through all this, he really wants to be a cop. Like, without a doubt, this kid. Really? A lot of kids at that age at five are going to be like, well, I want to be this. And then the next day, we want to be this. And I want to be that. He 100% tried and true. He wants to be a cop. He wants to do a job where people are afraid of him as you have painted. He's (laughs) like, whoa, I don't want anyone to be afraid of me. So he's going to be a cop. That's true. He's ready to go. Mark my words. What are we? We're like the the end of January 2024. Someday, like 20 years from now, we'll look back on this episode and Boone will be a badass cop with your sister. My sister will be retired, I hope. In 20 years? I'm trying to think how old she is. Because you could piss her off in a hurry right now. (laughs) She's younger than me. Just (laughs) kidding. She's older than me. I don't know. I I guess I don't know when she's going to retire. 20 years. Yeah, she could be the one training him. That's true. She would do a good job. No, she wouldn't. I've seen your oh, I've seen your sister in action. When we used yes, to have the amphitheater really at the radio station, she was always there. And I was always like, damn, I ain't jacking up tonight. Imagine growing <laughs> up with her. Was she like that growing up too? Oh my God. She's always been like this badass. And then she became a cop. But the badass was in younger years, it meant that she just got completely shwasted all the time and never went to school. And so we were like, you're so bad. And then she grew up and we all laugh about it. We're like, holy crap. We thought you'd be in jail and you're, and she's such a good cop. She really is. That's not just me saying that because she's my sister. She has to deal with things where I am like, holy crap. Does she call you? And tell you about like some of the things she deals with. Do you hear um, the stories? I hear stories, yeah. And it's yeah. just like what what like the things that you get asked to do at a normal job compared to a police officer or firefighter's job, the spectrum is pretty large on that. You know, it's like, hey, can you send me that email? And then it's like, hey, there's there's a sleeping bag in the river, and we think there might be a hobo in it. Go fish it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's you say no. Wow. Can you be like, just that's just not in my jurisdiction? Like, I don't think you could say no. I think if it's in your jurisdiction, you got you have to be like, give me a stick. I'm gonna (laughs) fish it out. I would be all right with that. Like, I'll fish the dude out of the river. You know what? Would I would probably be like, nope, like an abandoned house or something late at night. Shut up. In the middle of fall, and they're like, "All right, something weird's going on," and they're going and figure out what it is. Nope, I'm done. I quit. I'm not so going in. Years ago, when Scott and I were doing the morning show, um, we used to for Halloween do this thing where we'd go with this psychic medium and we'd go up to Bingham Hill with listeners, and that is spooky as hell. If you've never been up to Bingham Hill, it's in Laporte. I think it's in Laporte. Um, whole it is so damn scary it's an old timey 
cemetery and it's spooky looking and there are these huge trees anyway so we're back there like dumbasses doing like ooh, and with the psychic and here come two flashlights and you had to hike to get to this place and here come two police officers they had heard that somebody had called that there were lights <laughs> we're so dumb uh, and uh these cops come out. You know, if I pulled up to an old timey cemetery where you had to like walk pretty far to get to said cemetery, I'd be like, you know what? I got to quit. Yeah. Today's the day you get my badge back. But they were so brave. I couldn't believe it. I was so, it, it was intense. And then they saw it was just a bunch of radio people. They were like, they nerd alert. Get, <laughs> they stay and get a psychic reading done. Well, what's so funny is that I keep talking so close to the microphone because in a studio studio, you really have to. Um, what's so funny is when you do stuff like that, you really, it's fun to watch people and how they react to it, you know? And it's like, uh, there was somebody and they were standing by a bush, I remember. And the wind blew and like, a, you know, the wind blew so some grass blew against her leg. And she's like, <gasps> My grandma, <laughs> she's come back. It wasn't you didn't tell her like it was grass, that. right? No, but, I, but she's like, I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> well, yeah, you feel it. It's grass. We all feel grass. But I'm like, I don't want to be a jerk. So I'm like, yeah, your grandma's here. <laughs> but it was grass. But I mean, it's just going to those things. Very interesting to watch how people react and you know we should do that again <laughs> it was actually I, kind of fun i don't remember you guys doing that yeah I mean, it must we, have been before my time because i do I, remember yeah. the psychic coming in but that was in studio yeah we used to do every halloween we'd go to bingham hill and we'd take like 20 people and we'd all have to meet before and the psychic would give us a blessing and she would be like you have to say out loud you don't want anyone coming back home with you. See, so that's where I'm like, okay, I'm in radio. At that time, I'm like, I'm pulling in 25,000. This is not worth me walking into a paranormal activity situation. And You did it, though. Well, you walk in and you have to be like, you cannot go home with me. And it puts the barrier. And you know what? I kept telling it to Ryan and he went home with me. So I'm like, uh, psychic, you're going to have to find another technique. This one doesn't work. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> no. I've never I've never been around that sort of stuff, like psychics and that. Although I take it back, we used to do a Halloween party together at the Stanley yeah. Hotel in Estes. I was gonna Edinburgh. say you've done the Stanley. Would, well, I would do I would do my radio show live before we did it because it led up to the party. And there's a psychic that's there on site. God, I'm forgetting her name now. She would be so mad. She probably listens to this. And she would come, she was probably 70 some years old when we did this. And that was seven or eight years ago. So hopefully she's still with us. Um, anyway, she would come and she would do a radio interview with me and she would like do the psychic reading on the air. I'm like, I don't want, what if my, oh, see, yeah, that what gets if scary. my preacher's listening to this? This is against my. Yeah. I yeah. just, I, I went to a Halloween party this year and there was a psychic there walking around. It? Yeah. And, but she was wasted. Like she was so, so I walked up and I'd like, Hey, I'll, uh, can I get a psychic reading? And she's like, yeah. 
And so I'm like, okay. And she's like, pick three cards. So I pick three cards and I lay them out. And halfway through the reading, she like, I think they're trained to do this. She slowly flips the card. But halfway through the the reading, she's so drunk. She goes, what's your name? And I said, Sadie. And she goes, okay, Sadie, pick three cards. I'm like, I just picked them. There, You laid them out right there. She was just completely well, that's wasted. So now I feel, well, and one. she was saying like really positive things about my future. And then I'm like, is that the alcohol talking? Because people are usually nicer when drunk. That's Maybe true. like sober psychic would have been like, don't quit You're your screwed. job. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is why this all came to be because of the drunk psychic at the Halloween party. Oh, the it all drunk comes psychic. out. Yeah. Madam Vera, by the way, I just did a little Google search. Madam Vera is her name at, at the Stanley Hotel. You should go see her. She's very charismatic and she's a nice lady. I do remember her telling me at the end of this whole thing, though, she was without knowing that I had a wife. She was like, you and your wife are going to welcome a new baby soon. And sure enough, here comes. Yeah, boom. but in, in, OK, but I will say that I saw your wife before she got pregnant and I pushed hard every time I'd see her. I'd be like, Shannon, you got time. One more. Come on, one more. And then I found out she was pregnant. So I always have thought that Boone was kind of my doing. Because you told her to have a baby? She, you, she, yeah. I'm and I remember, no. Lady said, so I'm going to go home and have one. Well, no, she <laughs> wanted one so bad, but you were the holdout. And I just I kept saying, I, I, I just kept saying, just take your clothes off. Take your clothes off. And then it's Thank like men's that. brains turn off and you can... Do what you need to do, fertilize, and move on, you know? Well, so thank you for doing that because it had been a long time, and so that was <laughs> and, nice. But here you got I am, Boone five out years of it. later, I got, I got Boone, and I'm a bad dad, and we're going to get hate mail because of Boone because I threatened him with jail. Stop threatening him with going to jail because then when he's really needing something, he's going to be too scared. No, he's not. He knows the cops are good. They're only going to get him if he does something bad, which is <laughs> like true. Like out of mommy's gut. Yeah. Yeah, if he he's five years old, if he's drinking alcohol, he should go to jail for that. Bad You're news. right. You know what? When I was 15 drinking alcohol. I wish they would have put me in jail. Then I wouldn't have drank it anymore. You're Maybe right. A lot of hangovers. If he starts at five, he's going down a dangerous path. Like oh, your yes. friend at the party from the beginning of this show. <laughs> That's true. We need to go back to him. <laughs> when you went to that swinger party, unknown. <laughs> you know that there are different. How much time do we have? Oh, I think wow. we're about done. Okay, no, then I'm going to save this for tomorrow because I did not know that there are different signals that people give if they want you to be in a three-party situation. I do know about the upside-down pineapple, but that's all I you know. You do? Yeah. Okay, I know like more things. There's so okay. many things. And now every time I, every time I drive through a neighborhood... I just look for the swingers. It's very addicting. So that's what we'll do tomorrow. Are you interested in joining them? Is that why you're looking? No, because usually people, I would assume, I don't know. I don't know a lot about that community, but. I'm just saying you're throwing that out there like you're very interested. So you may end up having people that listen to this reach out and say, hey, I can tell you a little bit more about it. Show you the ropes uh -oh, a little you're, bit. Uh-oh, your camera's freezing up a little there. I might have to edit that out. No, because my luck, I'd show up and be like, all right, what the hell? Let's do this. And it would be like, you know, Roseanne and Dan. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, man. Yeah, that's true. All right. 
Okay, that's enough for today. Have okay. a good rest of your Wednesday. Oh, and follow us on social media. Sadie has no friends except for Sean. And you can also follow us on Spotify. Apple is dragging ass, but I believe it's up on Apple now, wherever you get your favorite podcasts, for the most part. Okay, bye. Bye.